Sairam, dear listeners, and welcome to Trist with Divinity, our series of conversations with people who have been touched by the love of Bhagwan Baba. Today our guest is someone who has been divinely guided and goaded to pursue medicine, not only pursue medicine but also experiment, explore and innovate ancient system of medicine so as to bring relief to several afflicted with many chronic maladies. Dr. Ravi Shankar Polishetty, he is an alumnus of the Sri Satya Sai Vidya Vihar, Hyderabad, where he did his schooling and later moved to Russia to do his bachelor's in medicine. He is an MD in general medicine, MS in general laparoscopy and laser surgery and also a MS in cardiovascular surgery. As on October 2013 when this interview was recorded, he continued to serve as the head of departments cardiology and immunology ANO Research Institute for Immunopathology Moscow Medical Academy Russia also consultant department of cardiology john hopkins university baltimore maryland usa additionally senior consultant cardiovascular surgery ooo money a private company in moscow he has been the former clinical trial coordinator for arbor surgicals california usa as well as former medical advisor speed wellbeing green templeton college Oxford University United Kingdom Besides all these positions and responsibilities in cardiac surgery he is also the CEO and director research and development Sai Ganga Panacea a limited liability company and this isn't a serious ayurveda in fact it is bhagwan who personally directed dr ravi shankar to pursue ayurveda and this happened in quite a dramatic fashion and this indeed has changed his life and channelized all his energies and expertise onto a path he had never imagined before and as a result by his divine grace he has been instrumental in helping so many patients with serious diseases find much hope and comfort in their lives in conversation with him is radio size bishu Saram dear listeners and welcome to Trist with Divinity our series of conversations with people who have been touched by the love of Bhagwan Baba and today our guest is someone who has been divinely guided and goaded to pursue medicine not only pursue medicine but also experiment explore and innovate ancient systems of medicine so as to bring relief to several afflicted with many chronic maladies Dr Ravi Shankar Polishetty He is an alumnus of Sri Satya Sai Vidya Vihar Hyderabad where he did his schooling and later he moved to Russia to do his bachelor's in medicine. He is an MD in general medicine, MS in general laparoscopy and laser surgery and also MS in cardiovascular surgery. He has been a long standing devotee of Bhagwan. He is currently the CEO and director research and development of Sai Ganga Panacea Limited. as well as he is the head of departments cardiology and immunology ano research institute for immunopathy moscow medical academy russia he is the director r&d panacea contract research consulting toronto ontario in canada he is the consultant department of cardiology john hopkins university baltimore maryland usa he is the senior consultant cardiovascular surgery 
OOO Money, a private company in Moscow, is a former medical advisor, Speed Wellbeing, Green Templeton College, Oxford University, Oxford, United Kingdom. So as you can see, he's got, by Bhagwan's blessings, plenty of opportunities to contribute to the discipline of cardiology. But besides this, the other very interesting aspect of Dr. Ravi Shankar is he's as passionate about cardiology as he is also towards Ayurveda. He's been someone who has taken a deep interest in trying to unravel the mysteries in Ayurveda and see how Ayurveda correlates with modern science. And by Bhagwan's grace, he's been able to come up with some newer and better solutions to help solve many problems which have almost assumed and acquired epidemic proportions in today's world. He's trying and he's sought and found by Bhagwan's grace better solutions to help and serve humanity. But the greatest thing about his life that he cherishes the most is his association with Bhagwan even as a child because he is an alumnus of Sri Satisai Vidya Vihar Hyderabad. He did his schooling from grade 3 to grade 10 in Bhagwan school in Hyderabad and that according to him is his life's most memorable days, his foundation for whatever he is today. So with great happiness and really with a great sense of joy, I welcome Dr. Ravishankar Polishari to the studios of Radio Sai. Thank you so much doctor for being with us on the studios. Thank you Prashtit Sairam. So you're someone who has contributed so much to medicine in various disciplines and I know that you've been so much inclined to bring the Sai way of medicine, put the Sai way of Medicare into your medicine. So if you can tell us how Bhagwan has guided you all through your life, you know, right from your student days to your days when you did medicine, you went to Moscow. So how Bhagwan is guiding you to where you have reached today and you're able to help so many people in various spheres of medicine. What I want to first say is, you know, uh, in the school, we were really taught. I, mean, I came to the school as a novice. I didn't know Swami. I went there because the fee structure was very conducive to okay. <laughs> pursue my primary education. So way back in... Uh, way back in 1979. 1979. So that was the primary incentive. And then the teachers there were so very devoted... They used to narrate about Swami in such a way that you know, we used to see live movies, you know, digitized but uh, virtual yes. movies of Swami, literally mm -hmm. kind of. Mm -hmm. And then school has definitely has profound impact on me in the way they taught us about Swami. The fundamental subjects that were taught, the physics, the chemistry, math, uh, biology, these were some, they made these subjects so interesting to me. Mm -hmm. I have never forgotten anything from my school, literally. Wonderful. I have forgotten nothing from my school. My so you're teachers. saying apart from the spiritual orientation and sure. about the uh, values that you learned, you are also so happy about the way your secular subjects were taught. Absolutely true. Because that, I mean, see, maybe I was destined to do all this. So that's why, you know, the teacher somehow had mesmerized me to get deep into the physics of uh, atomic chemistry and I was in the 10th class we were taught things from the plus 2 and even BSc I mean especially from physics and chemistry so that made me teachers had great teachers were very very well read they were very great devotees so the synthesis of this has always been guiding and you know, I saw the first love of Swami through my teachers and I cherished that moment as I already mentioned it was until after I left India that I have not realized what Swami was, as always it happens. In the, 
you have a shadow right under this tube light you know yes <laughs> so you have to go far away to actually cherish the light and you know, that's yes. coming from this tube light so to cut the whole story short swami made me instrumental in starting organizations there in russia that all apart after i got into sci fold you know i'll start off uh, straight from there in russia you know i was thinking how do i contribute to swami swami is so magnanimous and everyone wants to work for swami become his instrument you know and then but before you move on to that can i ask you what prompted you to go to russia <laughs> that, that, it was swami's design actually i didn't want to tell that story because it's a long story okay. so i'll cut the whole story short when i was a very good student all through my life all all through the student days i was only the top ranker okay. even in the college uh, okay. everywhere i was a, i studied only on scholarships but then in msat something interesting happened instead of my marks i didn't get my marks I got a 637th rank. Mm-hmm. So because of which I had to leave Hyderabad. I never wanted to leave Hyderabad at all in my life. I had to go to Vijayawada, the Siddhartha Medical College for my medicine. And I was a little embarrassed because in 637 was never even thought about. I didn't get my marks. Mm. So I sued the government okay. and then I went to the courts for that. Of course, this court procedure. You were confident that you I definitely knew that. deserve more. I, of course, yeah, yeah. That's why I went to the court. They yeah. did a re-counting. I was not satisfied with the recounting. I asked for revaluation. Those days there was no revaluation. I kept on fighting. Mm-hmm. But in the meanwhile, it was already two months that I had been fighting with the courts, and then nothing came out. And then I took up this exam that was conducted by the Medical Council of India. Mm-hmm. They usually choose about fifty students on a competitive basis all over India. I got my twenty-fifth rank. Mm-hmm. I said, "Okay, these guys respect me, so I'll go there." <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I quickly remembered something from Chanakya Niti. He says. Yasmin deshe na sammanu na preetir na nach bandhava tasmin parivarjate he says yes in whichever country you have no respect or no friends or no love yes. just leave that country yes. so i took this cue from him that i'm leaving now like the chanakya of course i'm not yeah. as great as chanakya is yeah. much better then i left that but that's all again swami's design mm-hmm. Three years later, within those three years, you know, the values that were taught in the school, everything was being right in front of my eyes, getting dismantled. Mm-hmm. In the sense, and I found Indians doing all sorts of anti-social things. I mean, not really anti-social, but some things that is anti-Sai things that we were taught. You know, okay. respecting females and mm-hmm. uh, no adultery, uh, mm-hmm. no smoking. No, <laughs> these are all like some things actually disturb. Some things you. that totally disturbed me. Really, you know, these things are disturbing. I said, I don't know, where did I come? You know, what am I doing? And then I started. all these things the atma vicharana literally started off and why do we come here to the earth mm. i was in such a protective environment you know my parents i had beautiful parents mm. the both beautiful spiritually mentally and physically mm. and i had such beautiful teachers and such beautiful swami and mm. all these values you know i was so well protected i had a heroic worship in my school days mm. then suddenly i get into an environment you know people go with girls with they drink they smoke and then I used to tell them you know we are Indians we mm. have to we are like ambassadors of this country yes. in a foreign country mm. I don't have any complaints now um, yeah. these were the thoughts that went on I used to yeah. tell them they said no Ravi you should enjoy your life you know? I said I didn't understand what they meant by enjoying smoking actually disturbs you right <laughs> so how are they enjoying life I didn't understand actually <laughs> someone else is enjoying you <laughs> when you smoke <laughs> yeah. so, so these things actually literally disturbed me for 3 years but yeah. all the while I had been getting good grades and the mm. best grades i stood first again in because of this revenge against this indian exam <laughs> mm. i went and took this math olympiad biology physics and chemistry and all those i stood top again i topped there and because i wanted to reevaluate myself i said was i really so bad i thought no that came taunting me yes but this introspection got me back to swami 
Mm-hmm. Got me literally back to so one mm-hmm. fine day. Mm-hmm. I was just recalling Swami. I said, "Oh, I said I was so silly, you know." I said, "All these problems have started in me." I realized mm-hmm. are because of the fact that, like, when you are driving the car, you are not the car; you are the driver. So that thing stuck to me. I theoretically understood this thing that, oh my God, I am not the body, I am not the mind, I am the Atma, and then I have to realize this. The moment this thing happened, this theoretical solution came up. I came to India, and then that year, Swami, I came to Puttaparthi as usual. Mm-hmm. Every year has to come to Puttaparthi. And this is between while you're doing medicine. After the third year of medicine, after, after the third year of medicine, and then I came to Swami. Swami looked at me for. I was in the first row. Mm-hmm. I said, "Okay, I'm in the first line to the moksha." I thought, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Swami looked at me for more than five minutes. Mm. But for the first two minutes, I was able to look at him. But then after the, I was feeling very uncomfortable. Swami looking at me, staring at me. It was must be you know cleansing up from within, from somewhere. I was feeling so uncomfortable. <laughs> and Swami gave me vibhuti, and I took the vibhuti and went back. I thought this will be the akshay vibhuti. It'll never get exhausted. That's the feeling that came to me when Swami gave that vibhuti. He talked to me nothing. He told me nothing. I went back, and then I. started putting the vibhuti every day it was almost over after a month then on that night i said swami you know you should give me more vibhuti it's getting over and then slept off in the morning i woke up quickly to open i thought you know it'll be you'll find a lot of vibhuti <laughs> there was no vibhuti i opened the package there was nothing i said okay anyway i got up early in the morning it must be too early for swami to do this miracle i thought <laughs> okay <laughs> but i really appreciate the kind of conviction you had that it is going to really become akshay <laughs> that, that, that has become akshay i'll tell you how okay <laughs> oh that's amazing yeah then i opened the vibhuti i said okay it must be too early then i sat did my omkaras 21 times and then suprabhatam i did and then the sandhya vandanam i do usually regularly I did all that. It was five thirty in the morning. I again quickly opened the packet. I said, "No, it, there's no vibhuti." I said, "No, no, no. This can't happen. My heart can't say wrong. Swami cannot do this to me." Then, and this is not as if Swami has told you anything. You just felt. Yeah, yeah. It's always like that. You know, Swami usually does like that. He yes. gives you answers from within. So yes. that's what I realized in my life. Yes. So then I went close to the altar. I looked at Swami's foot. I said, "Swami, this can't happen." I looked at Swami. There was droplets coming from Swami's foot. <laughs> Then I said, "Oh my God!" Because I was in the hostel room, there was another person apart from me. I thought this guy must have gone to the loo, and then he must have sprinkled those water here. I said, "Anyway, you know, this must be the Abhishekam. So anything on Swami's will be totally purified." I said, "Whatever <laughs> it is, I, <laughs> I took those droplets. I took with this finger. I remember mm. because this ring is finger, the ring finger, the ring finger." Is this a Rajasik finger? Because I wanted a lot of Rajas actually those days. <laughs> <laughs> I took this droplet, brought close to me, and I didn't have any doubts uh, because it was as viscous as water. It was just like water. Mm. So I didn't think that it would be something else other than water. Mm. Then, as I brought them close, it was mm. a beautiful man, such an aroma I never heard in my life. Mm. You feel that aroma only in Swami's presence. Mm. And then I put it on my tongue. It was so divinely sweet. Oh. I said, "Oh my God!" That's I said. Okay, that was my connection to. I mean, that's how Swami got me back. Swami always does things in the most unexpected manner. You know, manner. Own, that's the only way. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I keep telling to my students as well. If you want to get a marketing strategy across to someone, you should blast it just with the twin centers were blasted. You know? <laughs> that's not a right example, <laughs> I know. but but it should be so powerful. It should yeah. be so unexpected. Yeah. So that's what happened to me, and then. Uh, 
वो दादा पसंद है स्वामी का अमृत आ गया यार अभी उठना दिस गाय सिंगर यार इतना सुबह सुबह उठाना मत prepared everything for the altar for the bhajan 7 o'clock the bhajan started usually you know it's like that and i start off my bhajans it's only at the aarti time that i open my eyes that's it i mm. don't open my eyes at all from mm. so i did the same way but then from the third bhajan onwards the mata bhajan mm-hmm. people started singing after me so there were no how many people were there? there were no one myself and this indian friend that's it only two okay. but i had so many voices mm-hmm. I said, "Oh my God, Swami brought all the 3.5 crores of <laughs> devatas with me. If they are singing with me. <laughs> you could really hear so many other. Voices. I heard so many voices. Oh. I'll tell you how I heard. Mm-hmm. At the end of the bhajan, I we were doing aarti, and I turned back. Room was filled with Russians. Wow, filled with Russians, and I was so happy. And they were singing behind. I mean, after me. <laughs> Then I asked one of the persons there. Said, 'Where do you come from?' He said, 'From Magilev. Magilev is about. I was in Vitebsk." Okay. Uh, Magilev is about uh, 120 kilometers from Vitebsk. It would take two hours for them okay. to come. I said, "How did they come so early in the morning?" So are these they... places near Moscow? Or? No, it's uh, this is in Belarus. I was not okay. in Moscow okay. at that time. I was okay. in Belarus. Belarus. Okay. This person came from Magilev all the way, and then I asked, "How did you come so early in the morning?" Because I never announced this budget. Hmm. He said, "No, Swami came to our dreams three days ago, gave this address, and then he said, 'Seven o'clock in the morning there will be budgets there.'" Oh my God! <laughs> Swami literally lured me. <laughs> He bombed me with <laughs> yeah. all my twin towers. Got blasted, actually. <laughs> I said, "Oh my God!" It's... God doesn't come into your life. He barges into your He life. He barges literally. <laughs> There was no chance left for me. <laughs> There was a lady hmm. who came from three thousand kilometers away from a place called Crimea. She came all the way from there just for this bhajan because Swami gave that information in her dreams about a month ago. It seems. Oh my god and she said uh, Swami showed you also in the dream that's why I could relate that is you are the person that I have to meet I said okay <laughs> I'll tell you about me <laughs> I said they yeah, already have one girlfriend she's already gone <laughs> The second thing is I used to smoke I used to drink and I told her see I am not as great as you think please tell me because I don't want to give wrong impression I have yes. to tell them the truth because yeah. I cannot be dishonest you're not any saint you want No to no, no no <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not at all <laughs> She said, "No, no, no. That's how you know." They kept on telling me some crazy examples. I said, "Okay, mm-hmm. please leave me. No, don't. No, I want to live my normal life. Yes. <laughs> don't make me a saint so soon." Mm-hmm. But then, you know, that's how Swami changed me. Mm-hmm. It after these incidents, I think no sane person will remain a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> he'll definitely become a devotee, a hardcore fanatic devotee. He'll become. Mm-hmm. That's what Swami made me. Wow. For the next four years, I don't know how time rolled by. I don't know how many devotees Swami made through this mm. person called Ravi. Mm. Oh my God, that's Swami's design. That's mm. how I went to Russia. I came after that. I decided that. So you were in Russia for fourteen years. You said no. That's in all fourteen years. That yes. was the seven years. Time. The initial seven. Initial years. seven years. After that, I came back. Okay. In the sixth year of my medicine, there yeah. I won the case in India. 
Okay. I got revaluated. Okay. And I got my eighth rank. That oh, I, interesting. <laughs> I won the case because I don't want to lose. I mean, <laughs> I, I never wanted to lose anything, I so I fought that case yes. until then. We got yeah. there was no revaluation those days, but okay. that they had to reintroduce that. Yes. They brought the revaluation, and then we got all this. Everything. So you got your rank. Back. I got my rank, but it was six years later. But then it's okay. But I came back. My parents were arranging a big party in in Hyderabad. I said, "Amma, please don't do this." So you are returning now as a doctor. Yeah, as a doctor. Mm-hmm. I said, "See, I have already planned that the first person whom I am going to see in India is Swami." Okay. I said, "I'll go to Swami. Let's do the party in Putparthi. So please, you all come down to Putparthi. That's right." She said, "Oh, Swami, they were all doing this." It was really. I mean, they felt that it, I was harsh on them, but yeah. I said, you know. It, Swami gave me such a great opportunity to serve him. Yes. Because in a atheist country, talking about God, I mean, yes. <laughs> it's, it's impossible. By Swami's grace, it all. I mean, there are other stories too, but I don't want to get. I mean, yeah, I think every day was there are some surprise for you. Yeah, right? very, very, I guess a lot of surprise. Yeah. <laughs> then I came back to Swami with my degree, and then I wanted to show that to Swami, and then. Uh, Swami took me into the interview on the third day. I knew that Swami will give me an interview because yeah, sure. because otherwise I am not going anywhere. <laughs> you are not moving from Parthi. I am not moving from Parthi. <laughs> Swami's grace. And the third day, Swami called me in. The first thing you know what he said in Telugu, he told, "Eppudu markulu markulu markulu. Niko remarkable raakod denira. Nino rashak pambichindi." He said. Wow! Please tell that in English. That's yeah, amazing. He said, "You were always bothered about marks, you know, and you fought with so many people all your life." but i wanted your life so that there are no remarks in your life i wanted your life in such a way that there are no remarks that's what swami mentioned and you now see these are swami's words after 10000 years people in russia will remember you they'll think that you're a god oh my god that's what he said i said swami i you know what i am i know also what i <laughs> then i was visualizing if i were god you know people will have a cigarette and a vodka bottle <laughs> <laughs> concept of god will be totally demolished <laughs> <laughs> but i you know see that's some that is the greatest is manager the <laughs> yeah. greatest manager all the good things he attributes to us if we do some mistakes is no problem that's oh by be a bastalo oka rai untundi kada he says that's yeah. all i mean swami is so a stone in a bag of rice yeah, yeah, be just a stone in a bag of rice that's uh-huh. how he'll just but, but but that is classic swami he will get everything done through you and never want to take the credit yeah absolutely he doesn't do that he gives the credit the best of it uh, he gives us So, but all this has uh, another re- relation to why I went to Ayurveda all the while. Mm. Then Swami said, "Okay, look at my pulse." Mm-hmm. I looked at the pulse. He said, "So this was which year?" This was in the year nineteen ninety-six. Okay. Then, uh, to be precise, on the twenty-first of July. Oh, okay. That's of course. How can you forget the first love? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> first divine love. Yes. <laughs> first touch. <laughs> mm. Mm. And then. I said, "Ah, int tells in the pulse low." And Swami, pulse rate is seventy-two, regular, and uh, normal pulse, the normal caliber. I said, "Inte na." And that's all, Swami. The waters you can make out of pulse. I said, "Mary, heart alone, the kidney alone. Then can the test shell, Swami? I, I mean, how 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 does the heart, my heart look and?" And you have to do get a lot of tests done. So someone is asking you, can you see my pulse and tell me about my heart? Exactly. And yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That was what. And I was you saying. said you have to do tests for that. Yeah. I. I said no, no, no. This is not. No. You have to read again. He said. Swami said. Yeah. I was so baffled. I said no. all the while I had been getting good grades. You know, in three of my departments, 
టిల్ నౌ మై ఫోటోగ్రాఫ్ ఇస్ దాట్ దట్ హీ వాస్ ద బెస్ట్ స్టూడెంట్ ఎవర్ ఇన్ ద హిస్టరీ ఆఫ్ దాట్ యూనివర్సిటీ ఇంకా బాగా చదవాలంటే ఉస్మానియాంటీఫుల్ఫ్ sitting in varanda looking at swami and having his darshan every day swami keeps on talking to doctors kept on you yes. know how he used to be very close he used doctors to doctors always had the privilege to sit by swami's friend, grace yeah. he used to do the rounds yes. the clinical rounds on the varanda <laughs> he knew about every patient <laughs> that's interesting you call it clinical rounds clinical rounds on the varanda sorry <laughs> <laughs> and swami used to tell us so many things you know he told us once i hear ah, in doctor nuva ఎండి జన్ మెడిసిన్ చేసాను దాంతోల్ ఇంట్రెస్ట్ ఇన్ కార్డియాలజీ యూ మెన్షన్ ఎన్ని ఏళ్ళు చదివావు సెవెన్ ఇయర్స్ సెవెన్ ఇయర్స్ స్వామి ఇన్ సెవెన్ ఇయర్స్ యూ జస్ట్ లర్న్ హార్ట్ ఇయర్స్ వాట్ ఈస్ జస్ట్ స్వామి పీపుల్ స్టడీ then he said no 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 the way you learned heart you should learn about the kidney about the eye about the brain about the intestines about stomach everything he said i said it'll take i just did a quick math and i said so me it'll take it is 70 years by <laughs> age learn out by age 70 i'll have all this <laughs> he said even if you're a good doctor for just one year after 70 years i'll be happy wow so me standard answers that's even when, for one year you're a good doctor if you're a good doctor it is enough he said you don't have to be you know these are the words that's wrong just said. repeat that again that's fantastic he said even if you're a good doctor for just one year it is enough wow that's exactly what so me said I kept on thinking and then I said like, there's something that's missing and then I mean all these years in, in the third year of my medicine I was working with some animal experiments I was trying to create an experimental model to treat uh, I was trying to extract something from a herb and then trying to treat that animal with this I was trying to do something uh, that I wanted to do but I was not really you know in the third year of medicine you don't know pretty much what to do exactly yes but because in third year of medicine I understood that the modern science is not really taking it too far hmm so what I realized was that you know I did some simple because I was very good at my fundamental subjects very very good I can draw all the 7000 molecules right in front of me <laughs> I was very good at that chemistry you mentioned biochemistry you mentioned very good so then what I realized was that as you go higher up in your education you're being posed more and more questions not answers so that's when i said okay and then another baffling thing that came to my mind in the third year of medicine apart from swami's miracles is that the first drug that we were taught was atropine and then there were about 11 effects of atropine and then about more than 90 side effects of atropine 90 more than 90 and that list went into about four a4 size pages of side effects so more demerits than merits i mean that's true but it's all in a controlled environment know, of course but those are all the possible side effects said, yes. and then in some of the drugs the pharmacology books straight away mention that the mechanism of these drugs are not known i said if they are not known how the hell are you giving it to patients then that was my question so as i went reading pharmacology there were more and more questions to be answered than answers that uh, we were supposed to find so that really baffled me then that's when i started thinking that i should understand i mean something else yes. this is not helping then 
I mean, there is definitely this knowledge is very insufficient. Totally insufficient. Totally insufficient. I mean, you put me to any professor in the world, he'll tell me in no time that he doesn't know anything. I'll make sure. This is, <laughs> this is what I... Because, because we really don't know. There are these holes in the whole system of medicine itself. Absolutely. In any system, you have so many gaps. Okay, many gaps. They have to be filled. That's when I started... I mean, getting introduced to Ayurveda because, you know, Swami used, always used to say, Yanna Bharate, Tanna Bharate, finished. Yes. You know, there's nothing that which is not present in Bharata that could be found anywhere else. Yes. So, with that convention, I started, I have to read the ancient Indian medicine. Then I started reading Ayurveda. Ayurveda also was not making sense because Ayurveda says there are just three things in the body, the Vata, Pitta, Kapha. Yes. Then the Vata has six attributes, the Pitta has six and the Kapha has six. In all 18, if you're able to manage these 18, then you're fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, that doesn't make any sense to you because as a biochemist, we know that there are about 7 million chemicals in the body mm-hmm. participating in about 800,000 chemical reactions as we talk now, they are going on, resulting in about 80,000 physiological, metabolical, immunological, neurological processes. So, having known so many, you know, if someone it's says... too simplistic. Yeah, it's so simplistic. 18 things that you should know. I said, okay, this is something that I'm not able to understand. That's when I started realizing, oh, you know what, maybe this translation is not good enough. That's when, okay, another idea came, oh, maybe I should get a mastery over this subject, Sanskrit, because I was reading only the translations. And then as you know... Translation of the original Sanskrit Sanskrit text in some English. In some other language is not sufficient. Yes. Because I said, okay, how is there just one meaning for one word? Because Sanskrit has nine grammars. Because these things we were taught in the school. Hmm. Because we know the greatest Sanskrit scholar was Hanuman. Yes. Who knew all the nine grammars? Yes. Navavyakarana Veta is called as. Yes. So, then I started posing questions to the translations itself. I said, okay, these translations are not enough. That was the conclusion that I made, but I had no time to actually pursue that because I was busy with the center and then my education. So, I had to take this and I had to get these credits yeah. on time and then take the exams on time. So, I didn't get much time. But when Swami started intriguing So, all me, this happened in the background before you... In the before, before I came before to Swami. Before you came to Swami and yeah. he told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That before, yeah, Swami made me think. But then once I realized that I am the Atma... I mean, I did not realize it. I theoretically know. Yeah, I know. I said, okay, people who are born will die. So, <laughs> what's the purpose in maintaining a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's when I said, okay, I'm anyhow going to Swami. I'll get moksha and then do something. I thought, I thought, I'll first get moksha, then I'll think about everything else. I thought. But then Swami has his own design. He used to tell us, I mean, once he told me, until and unless you do my work, I'm not giving you moksha. I told and I don't know what work that was. <laughs> You just heard the first part of a conversation with Dr. Ravi Shankar Polishetti, a distinguished cardiac surgeon who is the head of the department's Cardiology and Immunology, ANO Research Institute for Immunopathology, Moscow Medical Academy, Russia, as well as consultant, Department of Cardiology, John Hopkins University, Baltimore, Maryland, USA. For many years, under Bhagwan's explicit direction and guidance, He has been doing study and research in Ayurveda and has been instrumental in bringing relief to so many patients suffering with chronic ailments. He is the CEO and director of Saiganga Panacea, a limited liability company which is completely into Ayurvedic research and formulations. Dr. Ravi Shankar is an alumnus of the Sri Satisai Vidya Vihar, Swami's school in Hyderabad, Andhra Pradesh. There are two more parts to this conversation. 
Today you heard him describe how he felt Swami's presence so strongly in Russia when he was doing his medicine there and later how Swami gently prodded him to explore Ayurveda. In the subsequent episodes, he continues to share how in the pursuit of learning the Ayurveda, he studied Sanskrit and unraveled some of its mysteries and then deepened his understanding of body organs and their functions from an Ayurvedic point of view and then how he was successful to coming up with some formulations which has helped so many to heal their maladies. So you can listen to the next part next week, same time, same day. In conversation with Dr. Ravishankar was Radio Science Bishu and this was recorded in October 2013. The audio engineers for this program were Mr. Jagannath Rao and Abhishek. If you have any feedback, feel free to write to listener at radiosci.org. Thank you so very much and Sai Ram. Mm-hmm.